It's Divas That Care Radio, stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, we're so excited that you've been joining us over this course of the period of time. Uh, the Divas That Care is now in its 12th season, and I know a lot of you listeners are returning, and we're so excited that you have been with us on this amazing journey. For any of our new listeners, thank you so much. You know, we have an amazing variety of hosts and guests that come on our program, and you can check them out at divasthatcare.com. All right, everyone, today is an amazing show. I know you're going to love it. We have the amazing Rhonda Armour back on our program, and we're going to be talking about evening snacking. And I'm so excited because, you know what, if you're like me, we definitely like to sit down in the evenings and Sometimes we binge a little bit too much, so it's a great. It's gonna be a great conversation. So, Rhonda, welcome back to the Divas That Care. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be um, back and chatting about a, a topic that comes up time and time again with my clients. So, thank you again for having me. Oh my goodness, it is my pleasure. It's always I love chatting with you. You know, I always get so many tips and tools from you, and I use them in my life. And so, I want to thank you for that. Okay, Rhonda, would, before we kind of dive into the evening snacking, would you mind? I uh, sharing a little about yourself with all of our new listeners. Absolutely. So I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach as well as a personal trainer. I'm also a speaker and a now an author as well, which we might dive into at the end of the episode. Um, but I really, on a day-to-day basis, I'm working with women one-on-one, offering custom coaching to ensure that their self-care is back at the top of their priority list. So oftentimes we get caught up in life, right, with our kids and our families and our communities and our work, of course, and our self-care habits tend to slide, whether it's eating healthy, it's moving our bodies, you know, it's getting to bed on time and having good sleep, maybe it's managing our stress, and it has an impact on the way we feel, um, our energy levels, how we feel mentally, how we feel physically. So I work with women to come up with custom strategies that are really unique to their own lifestyle because every one of us is unique and therefore deserves unique strategies in order to weave healthy habits back into our life so that we can be feeling the best we can feel uh, both in our personal, personal and professional lives. I love that. And that's why we love having you on the show. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so why do people have an issue with evening snacking? Um, it, it's not it's not horrible if we're making good choices. The tendency, though, right, around evening snacking is that it tends to be this comfort thing, right, that we sit down in the evening and we've, you know, had a long day and we're ready to sort of pack it in for the evening and we're, you know, going to turn on, you know, a good movie or our favorite Netflix show or something like that. And we've sort of, you know, if you grew up like I did, it sort of went hand in hand with, having a snack, right? You know, popping some popcorn or opening the bag of chips or getting that, you know, candy bar out. And they go hand in hand. It's this, it's this sort of comfort thing. And it becomes a habit. And the issue is, is that we tend to do it when we are not hungry, right? So then we are putting food in our body that we didn't really require. Um, and then on top of that, we're usually making choices that are not so healthy in nature uh, when it comes to evening snacking. Well, and it's probably something that nobody really consciously thinks about. 
You know, yes. you just automatically don't, you don't think of it, oh, that's a, that's a bad habit. You know, it's just something right. that you automatically do. And it's like, oh, it's sitting down, let's go grab some tea. Or they yes. eat while, like their dinner maybe while they're watching television, and maybe they're eating a little bit more than what they would normally do. Absolutely. That's the thing. When we're evening snacking, it's not like we're sitting there, you know, at the table and we're consciously being, you know, aware of what we're doing, right? We're usually watching TV or maybe we're, you know, kind of scrolling on our phones. And then you're right, we tend to eat more than we really needed to eat. And the the fact of the matter is, is that if we've eaten proper, balanced, healthy meals through the day, we shouldn't have a need to actually eat from a hunger perspective, right? But if you were to reflect back on your day, and, and if you are actually hungry, um, and look back on your day and assess, you know, what did I have for breakfast? What was my lunch? What was my, what was my um, dinner? Did I have an afternoon snack? I often find that there's a correlation between those that eat an afternoon snack and those that are hungry in the evening. It seems as if, through my experience, that those that have a healthy small afternoon snack tend to snack less in the evening. Um, they also will tend to eat you know, a proper portion at dinner instead of waiting all afternoon and then sort of, sort of overdoing it in terms of portions at dinner time. Um, but, but if you look back on your day and see, did I get, you know, enough protein? Did I fill up on vegetables? Did I have nice balanced meals? Did I have my healthy fats in there? Then there shouldn't be a reason that you're actually hungry in the evening, right? But if we can look back and go, oh, yeah, shoot, I, I forgot. I missed lunch because I was in a meeting or I kind of had to have a a quick half a dinner on the fly, and that's why I'm hungry. It's better to put your emphasis on your core meals through the day than it is to have less than healthy or or less than adequate meals and then be snacking in the evening as well. So if a person, like you were saying, isn't eating during the daytime, but they just eat at nighttime or at that time, is it affecting their health? Like why, why is it such a big deal? So uh, for a few points, one is that obviously like for eating in the evening and we're not active, we're, we're going to be just going to bed and not, you know, sort of having the opportunity to sort of burn those calories. So they end up just being sort of empty calories, right? Another point is that it does affect our sleep, right? When we go to bed with a full belly, right, our body now has to focus on the process of digestion, which is actually quite, a, you know, a, a challenging process for the body. Instead of doing all the natural sort of what I call housekeeping items that it would normally do while we're sleeping. Now it's focusing on digestion. And this can impact the way that we sleep. We just might not be as comfortable. We all know what it's like to go to bed when we've you know, eaten too much, right? It doesn't feel really great. So we tend to have a restless sleep. We're just not going to be sleeping as well. And then in the, ne- the next day, you're really not going to be feeling so great. So it does impact our health from that perspective uh, in terms of the body not focusing on what it should while we're sleeping. And then we're going to impact our ability to get a good sound sleep. Um, and, and again, we're eating calories that we really didn't have the opportunity to burn or, or, you know, burn some of them at least because we're eating while we're sitting around and then we're going to lay in bed. So not really an ideal situation for most people. Well, and this kind of brings up the point, you know, we've been talking a lot on our program about, you know, fad dieting and all these different things that people are going through. And sometimes people get really hungry at nighttime. So this yeah. might be a trigger or an awareness, I guess you could say, that people might not be eating the right types of foods that their body requires if they're yeah. all of a sudden in the evening, you know, wanting to eat so much and they're binging and they're, they're doing all that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I said. Like we need to look back on our the way we're eating throughout the day because that will 
impact how you feel in the evening, right? Now, I'm not saying that it's easy. Trust me, I used to be an, a, a regular evening snacker. It was just part of what I did, and it felt good. It was Again, it was that comfort thing. I would sit down on the couch, and I would grab a little snack, and it was kind of fun. Um, and, and I had to change that my ways because it wasn't having me feel my best, right? So, you know, oftentimes when I work with clients, the evening snacking is sort of the one thing that is holding them back from really just feeling good all day long, sleeping well, and feeling good into the next day. And my process when, when we're talking about evening snacking, and really this is any habit, right, is slow incremental steps. We've talked about this on the show before, right, about, you know, you don't, if you're an, you know, a regular evening snacker, to go from that to not snacking at all is a really big jump. So what I also, you know, encourage clients to do is, okay, let's wrap our heads around, instead of just cutting out the evening snacking right away, let's maybe go to selecting a better choice for, you know, an evening snack, right? So whether it is, you know, a little bit of Greek yogurt with berries, or maybe it is some fruit, maybe it's some veggies and hummus, maybe it's some, you know, nuts with a piece of fruit, or, you know, something like that, something that that you still enjoy, right? and gives you the satisfaction of the evening snacking still, but and then you can slowly transition away from being a regular evening snacker. I'm not saying that I never snack at nighttime, you know, especially on a weekend or something. It's, you know, just sort of part of what we do, and that's okay, but we don't want it to be a regular habit, especially if we are not hungry. I'll stress that again, right? It's different if we are hungry. I'm not saying you need to, you know, starve yourself or anything, um, but, but I think it's important first to look at what you're eating during the day, and if you are hungry in the evening, making adjustments to your daytime eating first, and then stepping slowly away from the evening snacking by introducing healthier snacks um, to your choices and then start to sort of mm-hmm. step away from the evening snacking that way. Well, I like that because you're not making anybody go cold turkey. You know, no. you're allowing them to, to get through this because it's so challenging. It's like, you know, quitting smoking. You know, how many times yeah. you try to quit smoking and then you, you go back to it because it's like, no, you got to do it all at once. But yeah. this is a lifestyle change. You know, we're not talking about – you know, doing, changing everything at once. You know, it takes time. You know, you're building great habits and you're you're feeling better. And isn't that what you want to do? You want to feel better because if you're feeling better, you're going to be making better choices in your life all around. The people around you are going to be happier also. Absolutely. This is the thing. We're looking at making some small adjustments over time. I'm not trying to take anything away from, you know, people in terms of enjoyment that they get in their lives. And, And trust me, I I love the idea of opening up, you know, a bag of chips and watching my favorite movie on on a weekend, and that's fine. You can integrate those things. It's more about intentional, you know, snacking versus the mindless, oh, it's evening time, let me just go to the pantry or the fridge and grab something because this is just what I do, especially if it doesn't have you feeling good, whether it's overnight while you're sleeping or maybe in the morning. I know when I eat too late into the evening, then the next day I can even feel it sort of in my belly. I don't feel so good. My energy levels are just not what they want to be, and you're right. It impacts you know, my mood and those around me and how effective I am at my work and all of those things. So it, it, it does really have... Um, a big impact on us, and we're just looking at making small changes over time. The other thing I would mention mm-hmm. is, you know, and I've, I've alluded to this earlier about, you know, assessing whether or not you're actually hungry, because oftentimes, you know, we do things because we have other emotions that are going on, right? And I'm not here to play psychologist by any means, but oftentimes if we are bored 
or we are maybe lonely, maybe you're at home and the family's out and you're kind of at home, or maybe we are, you know, we had a frustrating, you know, stressful day, then we tend to utilize food, especially in the evening, um, as an opportunity to sort of suppress those feelings and it makes us temporarily feel good. So I also encourage people to sort of stop for a minute and be a bit mindful about why we're kind of by habit going to the fridge or the pantry. Is it because you're actually hungry or is it because there's other sort of emotions or experiences that are, are taking place that you're sort of trying to hide from? And instead you're, you know, diving into the, to the popcorn bowl um, to feel better. So that's also something else that we need to be sort of um, aware of is that mindfulness piece around the snacking. So, Rhonda, do you recommend the journaling then? I know that's something we've talked about before. Is this a really good reason why to journal? Absolutely. I think, I think journaling is, can be a fantastic opportunity if that, if that works for you. I think the other thing is that I often stress with clients is, is just, you know, taking on some sort of other task, whether it's a hobby, um, you know, we're kind of, you know, in a time of year where we, we have longer days. So we can get outside more. Maybe it's time to go for a walk instead of reaching, you know, in the in the fridge or the pantry. So you're right. Some other task or hobby that you enjoy doing that can take your mind off of the food. Again, when you aren't hungry, okay, um, and when we're reaching for for the food just out of habit, is yeah, to to do some other thing that 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 you enjoy. Maybe it's reading a book. Again, maybe it's just going for a walk, it's journaling, it's, you know, um, whatever, you know, it's something that you enjoy doing that's going to make you sort of break the habit of reaching for the food and sitting on the couch. I love that. And you know what, guys, don't feel guilty. The last couple of years, I think we've all really done a lot of things that we wouldn't normally do, and we got into this little habit, and now, you know what, it's okay. Baby steps. We can get over it. We did in the past, and we can do it again. Yes. Totally agree. And you're right. And because we were home a lot, excuse me, um, through the pandemic, right, and especially during the winter months are really tough because it's dark really early, so we're in our our homes and we're sort of hibernating, and it's a comfort thing again. If it's, you know, if it's nice in the evenings where you you happen to live, take advantage, be outside, keep yourself busy, um, and, and take those baby steps. Make adjustments. Doesn't have to be, you know, every single night that you don't get to have a snack, but assess your hunger you know, assess whether or not you're eating for, you know, the right reasons, look at the way that you're eating through the day, and slowly start to change the habits for the reason that you want to feel better every day. Well, I'm so excited that we were chatting about that because, oh, and I was going to ask you too, you have a newsletter. Can our listeners go and be a part of that? Absolutely. So my newsletter, I try to keep it really fun and light. There's always sort of helpful um, tips and there's, you know, recipes and, um, you know, my my dog always plays a a key role in there. There's a little life lesson in there about it. But um, they can absolutely go to my website, RhondaArmorCoaching.com. You can sign up for my monthly newsletter. I promise it's only once a month and it's just a quick, easy, light read. Uh, that you might be able to take something from. And if I can, Candace, sort of plug my, my book that's coming out in September. I, can, on I was going to ask you yeah. about that in a minute here because I yeah. want to talk more about that. So, um, yeah, so for all of our listeners, check out that amazing newsletter because I subscribe to it and I just love it. So I just wanted to thank you thank so much. Thank you. So, yes, let's talk about your book now. I'm really excited to hear more about that. Thank you so much. Yeah, I just sort of put it out to the world last week. I know I had mentioned a couple times on, on your podcast uh, I put it out in social media. The book cover is there. So it's called um, Before You Start Another Diet, Read This. 
Um, and yes, well, it's about unsubscribing to the diet culture and really focusing more on the inner work of your self-care. Um, it's, it, it really involves the different sort of strategies and just sort of things to think about uh, when you're trying to take on new healthy habits in your life. I, I'm very sort of honest and vulnerable in the book in terms of my personal experiences, whether it's with body image or my relationship with food, um, my dieting, um, you know, past and, and all of those things. So it's very real, honest, candid conversation that I think we need to sort of um, chat about a little bit more when it comes to how we view ourselves and how we're taking care of ourselves. Um, and, and, you know, while you're online signing up for the newsletter, um, I do have a, a page designated to um, a wait list for my book that comes out in September. If you want to sign up there, there's no pressure for anything. All you're going to do is, you know, uh, be the first to know when it comes out. And I'm offering a free masterclass as well once the book comes out to chat about it and what your experiences have been. Um, so you'll be entitled to that if you're part of the wait list as well. So um, I'm really excited about it. Um, it's been, you know, a, a, a big personal project for me. Um, and I'm hoping that it, it really sort of resonates with people and instills some confidence um, in people to take better care of themselves and, and think of themselves in, in a better light. We tend to be very down on ourselves and negative about ourselves and our bodies, and, um, and, and I want that to change, and I'm hoping to have that conversation through the book. Oh, I love that. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's an exciting time. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep mentioning it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming out in September, and, and I'm mm-hmm. excited you know, for anyone that, that is, is looking for, for something a little different than I think than what's out there. Well, and we'll definitely be talking about that more on our program. And for all of our listeners, that if this is your very first time, we do have Rhonda on our program every month talking about some different tips that will support you in your, life, your healthy lifestyle. So this will be a great thing to be able to talk about with our listeners. Absolutely. I, I think, again, it's, it's really, um, it's, the book is not about weight loss. It's not about me telling you, you know, how to do certain things or what to eat or anything like that. It's very different. Um, I think a lot of people could really benefit from just the honesty that's in it and the candid, you know, sort of discussion in there. Um, and, yeah, I hope, I hope you know, um, readers enjoy it um, and, and maybe see a little bit of themselves in it because I tried to be as real as I could. So, um, yeah, I would love to, to talk about it again down the road. So thank you for the opportunity. That is wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. All right, Rhonda, so last-minute stuff that I want to talk about. Is there any other things that you want to share with us, any tips, any tools, things, other things that are going to be happening in the future? Um, so we're coming into summer, of course, so I know summer tends to be a period of time where people, you know, check out a little bit, right, with regards to their, their health and their wellness, and I just, we want to encourage everybody to take really good care of themselves, make good choices, we don't need to be, you know, perfect with our, our healthy choices over the summer, but we also don't want to get to the fall time and be like, oh boy, that was not good <laughs> over the summer, so take really good care of yourselves, um, I will, like I said, have, have a master class to discuss um, the, the book and some of the concepts in there that I think everyone can can sort of benefit from. So stay tuned for information about that masterclass. Um, but yeah, summer it, it's a fun time of year, so let's let's really enjoy it. It feels like maybe our first sort of regular summer we've had in a really long time. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean we need to sort of stray from the things we've worked so hard, you know, for over the winter and, and through the spring with regards to our healthy habits. Just keep you know, one small thing, um, working at, at, at one small thing at a time and keep making progress and really feeling good about the way you're taking care of yourself. That is wonderful, and I love that. 
And for all of our listeners, make sure you check Rhonda out because she does have a lot of tips and tools, and you are on social media quite a bit posting about different things. Um, is there any other way that our listeners can get a hold of you besides your website? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, on uh, LinkedIn, on Facebook. Um, I'm under Rhonda Armour Coaching. Uh, you can find me there. Yeah, I'm definitely um, active on social media, um, just with little d- tips and different things. I do videos uh, where I, I'm trying to be, you know, again, honest conversation um, that's relevant to everybody. So you can follow me there. And, again, my website is RhondaArmourCoaching.com. Thank you so much. Well, I'm yeah. looking forward to next month. I know that there's going to be a lot of things that we can chat about because we will be in summer and there's, there's yeah. always going to be a topic. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there's lots of things people you know want to hear about and we, we need to keep the lines of communication open and discussing these hot topics. Perfect. Well, thank you again so much for being my amazing guest today. Thank you again for the opportunity. It's always a pleasure. And thank you so much for all of our listeners. You know, make sure that you check out Rhonda's other programs. We, she is on our Divas That Care website. You can also check out all of her shows. We have a playlist for Rhonda on our SoundCloud. So you can always check that out so that you can get her shows directly and you'll see all of them there listed underneath her name. All right, guys, it has been a pleasure. I always love chatting with Rhonda. And I love all of our amazing listeners that have been really supportive of us over the last few years. You know, this has been amazing. We've really expanded. We have so many things that are happening from our podcast to our books that all of our proceeds go to different charities and for our virtual summits that we're doing. You know, thank you so much for really being a part of the journey that we are going through. I hope that all of you have a fantastic day and please do something kind. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.